Welcome to Mildly Interested. I'm Joe Whitefield. In this short series focusing on economic and behavioral economic themes for organizational leaders, Ryan Whitefield and I discussed the books Thinking in Bets by Annie Duke and The Honest Truth About Dishonesty by Dan Ariely. Enjoy the program and thank you for your interest. Okay, so Ryan, welcome to the studio. Joe, thanks for having me. I, uh, I'm very excited for this. I've been, been telling you all week how excited I am. I'm, I'm very excited, but I also feel very underqualified. So we'll see how those uh, two things play out together. Well, we've been talking about this for a long time. I'm really glad that uh, you're here because you and I have been talking about that whole idea of collaborating on things like this. And uh, we've been looking for things to collaborate on. And I think we have a topic, even though I'm not sure what to call it yet. We, do you have any ideas? We may talk about yeah, that. Yeah, you know, we were bouncing around uh, deciding what to call it. Um, you know, we're we're going to be going into two different books. Well, two different books that you've read. I've kind of just gotten the uh, abridged version of both, uh, a little documentary and a podcast for me. Um, well, that's kind of the topic. I mean, that's kind of the point, I think. That's one of the things we, we're, we're working on is sort of a little bit of an experiment because um, in in going forward, I read a lot, right? Oh, yeah. And you've talked to me a lot about how you get a lot of your information, not so much from reading in the news, but again from podcasts. Absolutely, uh, I'm a, I'm obsessed with it. Really, um, you know, I, I used to, you know, listen to music in the car and, and do all these different things. I just listen to podcasts pretty exclusively now. Um, that's that's how I, you know, that's how I listen to sports. That's how I listen to news. That's how I. Um, get more interested in, in things that I'm interested in, things that I'm mildly interested in, or right. uh, things that I'm greatly interested in, uh, and, and things that I, I know nothing about and that I, that I want to learn more about. Um, that's, it's, it's, my, it's my primary medium for, for information. Well, it's become more and more significant to me, because um, so, I listen to a lot more uh, things too, but I still read. So anyway, that's kind of the idea. So for our listeners... As we think about what it is we're going to talk about and try to do a little planning, that's what this session is, is just to plan so our listeners will know. First of all, let's start with this. Um, you know, you're, uh, you're my son. Correct. Right? Um, I am your son. You are my son. That's good. That's been uh, uh, documented. Confirmed. Well documented. Confirmed. Exactly. Um, the other thing is you're 22 years old. Uh, you're about to graduate from college. Correct. Um, and so you'll be looking for work when you get out. Uh, your degree is in? My degree is in economics. Right. So, uh, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, we'll maybe talk a second about how we kind of got there. Um, but we've kind of got this generational thing um, that, that I think is important. We also have this about this other condition or this other situation about how we consume our information. Like I said, I'll read a lot. I'll listen to things. Uh, you don't read as many books. That sounds maybe a little old-fashioned, right? You know, like old guy stuff, like for me, right? Reading a bunch of books and having a big library, but 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 you don't, right? So, Right, no. Um, you know, I, I do try to pretend like I read. And, and just on an earlier point, yes, I am graduating college soon. That is a fact. So anyone <laughs> listening to this whatsoever that wants to offer me a very high-paying job, um, yeah, you hit, want, hit me up. You're all uh, ears, right? Yeah, um, <laughs> reach out to, to Joe and he will get you my contact information. <laughs> Um, but yes, beyond that, uh, <laughs> I I do try to read a lot. You know, I like you know I like I like articles. You know, I like news articles. Um, but I, I think something that's very unique um, and something that's even changed in, in media, but particularly for my generation, um, is is the rebirth almost more of long form content. You know, uh, myself and a lot of my friends, and I think a lot of people in my generation. You know, we'll you know. Podcasts and, and YouTube um, being the two main ones in particular, um, you know, 
media, you know, media companies in general have had this idea, that, you know, about attention spans. Oh, you know, everyone, you know, on Fox News, CNN, you know, it doesn't matter. It's, you know, it's, oh, make it a 30-second clip. Make it this sound bite. Get this point in. Boom, boom, boom. You know, everyone's attention span is so small. But, you know, I think with the huge rise in, in long-form um, content, such as podcasts or long-form videos and, and longer documentaries, I think that paradigm has really shifted in that, you know, pe- people are smarter than than other people give them credit for. People are, are more interested in things. People want to learn. And people realize that, you know, longer form content and more genuine conversations like the one we're having now, um, you know, it's it's more honest and you can and you can learn more that way. And it, it feels more more genuine and it feels more personable. Um, and that's that's one of the reasons why I was I was so so excited to do this. I think that's one of the real takeaways as we've talked about this is that there's a lot of perhaps misnomers about younger people today. And, and their attitudes and uh, toward things. And, and in my work and in really a lot of business, we talk a lot about the demographics. You know, you've got the older folks, if you will, you know, the baby boomers and, and the Gen Xers, and then you go right through. All, and, and there's a lot that's talked about and written about about these generations. Some of it can be sort of stereotypical. And, again, that idea about super short attention spans and not interested in very much related to younger people, um, as you said, that may be a misnomer. So... This is part of our experiment today is to um, find some topics, but recognizing the, recognizing the fact that we, we come across content and we, and we take our information in perhaps a little bit differently, that may or may not be generational. That may just be personality-wise. Do you know what I'm saying? Not everything is you know, generational in nature. But, so we're going to see if we can uh, uh, work through a couple things. So for the per, uh, benefit of our listeners, what we've decided to do is we're going to tackle a couple of books. I think we have a an idea, <clears throat> you know, there, there's a common thread between the books. They're not, they weren't, they're not done in a series, but we're going to tackle two books. Um, I'll call them books, but of course, you haven't read the books, right? I have not. That is, that is a fact. But the topics we're going to be looking at are uh, Thinking in Bets. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a book and a, and a topic that's handled by Annie Duke. She's the author of the book and has done a lot of podcasts and a lot of presentation on it. But the subtitle of that book is what really gets my attention, Making Smarter Decisions When You Don't Have All the Facts. Okay, uh, so we're going to ta- we're going to tackle that and pick a couple of themes. It's, it's a very very rich, you know, material. We're going to pick just a couple sure. of themes to talk sure. about, and then we're going to tackle uh, Dan Ariely, uh, one of my favorite and I think one of your growing uh, respected authors uh, and behavioral economist. Absolutely, he's written several books, but the book we're going to kind of look at is uh, the honest truth about dishonesty. And I think there's some linkages there. So we're going to try to make a couple of connections at the end. But we're really just going to talk about those books and what they might mean in the way of leadership. So you prepared. Tell me how you prepared for this. So preparing for these two books, um, like you said, for the honest truth about uh, dishonesty as opposed to reading the book, Mm -hmm. um, which I have not done, uh, I've watched the documentary. Okay. Um, I've watched that. I've, I've taken some notes. Uh, I've got, uh, I think he's made made some great points. I think we've got um, some great things to talk about. And it also, I think it blends in great with the with the other book, um, Thinking in Bets, which um, I've listened to a podcast with Annie Duke, um, a Bloomberg podcast she has done, um, where where she discusses a lot of a lot of the themes of the book and, you know, kind of gives her backstory, um, gives, um, you know, some of her strategies and her overall philosophies and, and how she became such a great poker player and how she applies that um, in her life and, and, you know, calculating risk within your decision-making. And it, it's kind of like you said earlier, you know, with the, you know, with the generational gap, you know, whether there is one, whether there's some misconceptions or some, some misparadigms. I think these two books... 
um, you know, these two books are a perfect example of, of how, you know, some of those things might, you know, it's, it's human nature. Some of these things are simply just, just human nature. So I'm, I'm very excited to, to dive into these. Well, that's great. Um, I am as well. So a little bit more of the backstory before we uh, kind of plot our way through this. Sure. Um, so you're an economics major, about to graduate. Tell me, uh, tell our listeners a, a little bit, if you want to, about your journey uh, to, to your major and, and some of the decisions that gotten you where you are now. Sure. Um, I have a, I have, a, I like to think I have a very um, kind of diverse set of, of interests. You know, um, you know, academically speaking, and, and just really anything, anything speaking. Um, you know, you um, obviously come from an economics background, and and, and seeing. You delve into that, and you've introduced me to some literature and some some authors and some different forms of content growing up. And you know, for a while, I was like, oh, you know, that's that's Dad's thing. You know, that you know, Dad's the economist. You know, he's always um, you know he's playing chess while everyone else is playing checkers. That was one of your favorite favorite things. So I was like, okay, Dad, you know, that's that's just his thing. But you know, as as I got into college. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, right. You know, I, I chose to go into um, a business school, um, just because I figured it was you know very general. I, I, I you know enjoyed things about business. I knew I'd probably work for a business someday. That's about as sure. far as I got in that <laughs> foresight. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'll probably be in business. I should probably be in business school. Um, but you know, the more the more I got into it, um, you know, I started off as a finance major, which was which was fine. Um, not to knock any finance majors out there. I'm sure there's probably no, a few we need listening. finance majors yeah. if you're listening. <laughs> but um, you know, economics just the more the more I got into it, the more it spoke to me because you know, for for me it was almost like a revelation that it, it's the science of business. And and I've always been, you know, I've had a massive respect for science and admiration and appreciation for, you know, the science fields. I've just never been any good at it to be honest you know it's like oh wow you know I love learning about space I love learning about planets you know but I you know I can't mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm not a scientist you know I, I, I that, that's just not um up my alley but but you know economics to me was always just you know the science of business you know using you know formulas and principles and stuff to you know to identify the world around you and, and why people make decisions and, and that can be from any walk of life. I mean, that doesn't necessarily have to be from business. I mean, that can go in, you know, human nature. That can be in psychology. It can be in science. You know, it can be in, you know, it, it can be in anything. So, um, well, that's the thing that drew me to it. And that is the more I learned about it and I came to it late in life, I didn't start off thinking about economics, uh, didn't know particularly what it was and wasn't all that particularly interested when I did find out. So, but what I learned later on after I kind of got introduced to it was that it was the it's like the science of decision making, Correct. and that's what we do all the time. No matter what it is, every day we're making decisions about what we're doing with our time, what we're doing with our resources, our money, time, energy, mental energy, whatever it is, right? Whatever that resource is, and so ultimately, it, it's it's to me, for me, um, it is the you know really the the science or the or the study of decision making, and who knew that uh, you could actually you know, work on the skill of decision, being a better decision maker. Uh, anyway, so so once I once I kind of uh, got uh, interested in from that perspective and, and didn't think so much about tables and charts and graphs and all that kind of stuff, once I kind of had the uh, overview, man, I, I, I really started enjoying it. So I, I've kind of gotten into it that way. Um, sure. You know, what, what while you're kind of on that, what, was there a certain or particular 
point? I mean, what's your origin story with what what originally got you, you know, interested in economics? I mean, you you were an engineer for right. your, for your undergraduate. Right. You know, you I'm sure you had very limited or you know, almost no no exposure to, to economics or any of the principles or any of the things you, you just discussed. Right, was, the there, was, there, was there an initial point for you? Was there a turning point where very, you got introduced? Very good question, and it's, it's a little uh, unusual, but maybe it's a little bit of a model for this um, program, and that is uh, we're called Mildly Interested. Very simple thing. You're right. I was working um, engineer um, already well into my career uh, doing engineering-related work and engineering management and uh, very diverse, won't go into that. But one day I'm just uh, driving in my car and I'm listening to a, a radio program. It wasn't a podcast, it was just a radio program, right? right, right. And so I'm listening to it and, and I heard somebody say, well, uh, the smartest man in America is Thomas Sowell. Uh, well, that's a big statement, right? So I didn't, I didn't know Thomas Sowell from, you know, from Adam. And so it's like, well, I listened and, and this person said, if you haven't read anything, you need to read Basic Economics by Thomas Sowell. And so just in a casual moment, I thought, well, I was mildly curious. That, that, that sort of piqued my curiosity just a bit. And so I went and got that book, and I read that book. And there were no graphs, no charts, no anything in it, but it was just basically describing economics in the way that we've kind of been talking about, about decision-making and things like that. And I got mildly interested and got a little bit more interested the more I read and, and, and Thomas Sowell is one of my favorite authors I've gone back and he's written so much on a lot of things economics and other social so I became kind of a, a little bit of a, a informal student just reading books and then ultimately I decided to go back to school and um, pursue an advanced degree and, I, and ultimately I got a degree in economics uh, but that's it but it was it was a little bit of a chance it was because I didn't know anything really about it as a younger person but since then, things have really sort of blown up in the world of economics. I mean, we've got Freakonomics that we, you know, all of a sudden there are books, you know, uh, and, and the authors of Freakonomics that you're like, wow, that's pretty cool. We start seeing it in a different light. So I read that stuff and, and, and enjoyed it. And, um, of course, we talk a little bit about behavioral economists, you know, behavioral economics, where we've, we've kind of grown. And so that's why we're going to talk about one of those behavioral economists in one of the books today. Uh, it's about that. So, so it just sort of blossomed. But it started with a chance you know, listening, getting a little bit of information, and then just going with that. And uh, anyway, that's it. And since then, you and I have noticed we always, this is one of the reasons why, as you've grown up, you know, like, Ryan, take a look at this, think about this, look at this, and like Moneyball and, and all those kinds of things, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And we just say, hey, you know, that person right there, uh, what do you think they do? What do you think they're, oh, they're an economist, you know, they may be a GM, or you see all the stuff that's happening in sports with economics and analytics. And so, so the whole industry has sort of taken off sure. in kind of a, what I'll say is a cool and useful way. So. No, no, absolutely. And I, I love that origin story. I mean, I, I've never heard that um, before from you. And, you know, that, that almost kind of, you know, it, it's a small idea. You know, like you said, it was, you know, just a chance, you know, a happen chance, you know, radio program that, you know, got you mildly interested in something. And that just grew and grew and grew into, you know, to something that you, you know, cared about, that you wanted to learn more about, to something that you were passionate about, you know, to, you know, something that you can apply you know, to your work and, and to, to your everyday life. And that's, you know, your, that's what I think is important too is, you know, it was, it was really just chance, you know, just some small thing and, you know, always being, always being willing to learn, always being open to, right. to new ideas, um, you know, because you never know what's going to happen. You never know what, you know, podcast or what, you know, video you're going to watch or what conversation you're going to have with someone that's going to spark something that spirals into, you know, just snowball effects into something that can become such a huge, 
huge part of, of your life and, and your career. And, and so always always being willing to learn and always being a, a student of life. Right. Um, never, you know, the, the need to learn and the wanting to learn, never never ending. That's that's so so cool. That's really well said because that's one of the things that has definitely happened. And that is, you know, as a younger person, I remember wanting to get out of school and be finished with formal education and move on to life, you know. And then you, you think, okay, I'm sort of, finished with the education now I'm ready to live and apply and you know you know have fun on the weekends and all that kind of stuff right because <laughs> you all of you formal education a certain way but then when um, when when you come about come upon things that you have curiosity about all of a sudden uh, the, the the switch flipped and you know in the in the working world in life it's like boy there's a lot of things I need to learn a lot of things that I want to learn and so my desire to learn things has it flipped and it's increased and so experience, life experience, perhaps in my case, showed me things that I wanted to and needed to learn, you know, whereas I always thought about you go get your education so that you can get the education that will vault you into whatever the life experience is, right, the work, the job, the career, the whatnot. But anyway, there, there is a symbiotic and a, and a uh, cyclical relationship there, you know. So Absolutely. So that's what's got us here. So we're going to talk about the, uh, these couple of uh, books. I guess the basic premise here and, and, and in the episodes that follow um, – couple of episodes where we'll talk about each book and then we'll try to connect a few dots in a, in a concluding episode, I think. What we want to do is come with the idea that I've read the book, you haven't, you've gotten some basic exposure to the information that uh, has some, uh, I guess, some curiosity, some knowledge. You, you've, so let's just, let's just find out what, we, what we've learned and see if we can find anything uh, cool or interesting about it. I mean, you've caught me at a good time, you know, with me being in college about to graduate, you know, not reading a book and not being prepared has <laughs> never stopped me from completing the assignment before. Okay. So, uh, you're about to see some, you're about to see the skills that I apply in college all light, the time. Light on your feet. So that'll be great. Potential employers. That was a, that was a joke. Was I, a, I work, I work very hard. <laughs> all right. So we're going to do this. We'll, uh, I think we'll take our, uh, approaches here. We'll start with the books and then we'll see what we, uh, we'll, we'll go from there. Sound good? Sounds great. I can't wait. All right.